Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So today, I would like to go ahead and discuss something that I've been seeing popping up more and more, um, more preferably because I saw the Virginia governor's race, where um, Republican uh, Republican um, governor-elect, <laughs> I love saying that part, um, Youngkin is, has won the governorship. So, one of the big debates on the platform was a topic called critical race theory. Now, for anyone listening to this podcast, if you hear the words critical race theory and you'd rather not talk about it, it's a good term, go ahead and turn off this podcast because that's what we're going to be discussing. Now, I heard a lot of people talking about critical race theory. The Democratic Party was saying how critical race theory did not exist, they didn't teach critical race theory, but I, then I saw school board meetings that were posted on YouTube and even quoted on TikTok. And these parents were coming forward showing about how the teachers are, uh, that the teaching material is showing sexually explicit material. And more importantly, I mean, I guess it would be like a close first and second. I would almost say that they're equally, um, equally dangerous to this point or, or equally in, of, of value. Both are dangerous. One thing that's being taught was that students go to school and learn about the color of their skin, right? Their ethnicity, their race. And they're being taught that certain races are more important than other races and to shame certain races for what their ancestors may or may not have done. For example, you have a white kid go to school and they're in school. They were told that black people were enslaved by white people here in America. This is true. It did happen. It's far more complicated than just that, because when you study the history of slavery in America, you'll find that actually indentured servants outnumbered the black slaves. And on top of that, and these are white indentured servants, I know because one of my family members was an indentured servant in America. It worked differently than slavery, but it was kind of the same concept. Now, there's also black slave owners. That's right. Black people own slaves. They even, and I forget the name of this person, I'd have to listen, uh, look this up again. They would even, certain black slave owners would even breed black slaves in order to produce something, kind of like, like livestock. Now, this was taboo for a lot of different slave owners because you just bought and traded slaves. They were just currency. They were property to be owned. So, going back to critical race theory, it was teaching that we're going to teach a very cut-out black-and-white version of American slavery, where black people were enslaved by white people, and therefore white people need to recognize your privilege and denounce your whiteness before everyone else. They've been doing this with Coca-Cola, they do it with AT&T, they've done it with a plethora of top Fortune 500 companies. Many, many companies out there have been starting to teach this, this critical race theory. Now in the school systems with our children, they are teaching that you need to hate, or they don't say that, they say, oh, just be aware of your whiteness compared to others, and you need to understand that. You're basically, in essence, the Democrats are teaching to be racist. The Democratic Party, founded on Ku Klux Klan, Jim Crow, and slavery, pretends that it's a progressive movement, that they've left that all behind, it's Republicans. But as the Bible teaches, 
And Jesus says, you will know them by the fruits of their work. In essence, in the Bible, what it's talking about is if someone comes to you claiming to be like a Christian and yet goes around fornicating with other women, getting drunk all the time, doing horrible, sinful things, you'll know they're fake. Just like if you were to live your normal life and you come across and you say, is my husband loyal? And they're going to pornography, they're going to sleep around with other women, they're going to all sorts of things. You know that they're not being truly faithful. They're not a faithful husband. So by the fruits, you shall know their works, right? Fruits of their works, you shall know who they are. Now, here's an interesting thing. I listen to the governor's race because I like to listen to politics. I do. And there's a point where I have to stop because it just gets so aggravating that I have to just back off from it. But I do listen to these people because they're going to be put into a position of leadership and their legislation can affect mine and my wife and other people's lives. So it's best to know what they're talking about. If they're just a normal truck driver, I really can care less. When they can have someone that has an effect on your life, that's when I start listening up closely. Now, the Democrats came forward during this election, it's high and we're talking about how critical, and even before this, I should say, and saying that they don't teach critical race theory. They do not teach critical race theory. But then I noticed something interesting. The Democrats started calling critical race theory something completely different, right? Completely and utterly. Now, let me put an analogy that make it easy to understand. I used to work for the Walt Disney Company. I worked at Disneyland right, on Disneyland's side, not DCA, or Disney's California Adventure. Now, if I were to stand before a bunch of people and say, guys, I'm going to the Magic Kingdom, y'all would be excited. Why? Because everyone in their mind would probably guess I'm talking about the Walt Disney World, right? The one located in Orlando, Florida. That I was going to go there and have fun because it's known as the Magic Kingdom. And everyone would be jumping for joy. Now, if I said I'm going to Disney, Walt Disney World, everyone would be jumping for joy again. We're all talking about the exact same thing. We're just saying it in different ways. We're calling it by two different names, but it means the same thing. If I said I'm going to the happiest place on earth, everyone would be jumping for joy because we're going probably going to Disneyland, right? Same exact concept. If I said to somebody I'm going to go to Disneyland, they'd be jumping for joy. We're talking about the same thing. We're talking about two different parks, but... When we use the two different parks, we're using the same language to describe both parks, right? Magic Kingdom, Disney World, happiest place on earth, Disneyland, right? Simple enough. So what I'm looking at now is Democrats and leftists are the ones who are telling people, we're not teaching critical race theory, we're teaching it and they're naming it something different. It's the same exact thing, it's just a word game at this point. They're saying the same thing as saying the happiest place on earth. They're saying Disneyland. They're saying, we're not calling it Disneyland. We're calling it the happiest place on earth. Are they same thing? Yes. Same theme park, same food, same attractions, same everything. It's just the word play. When they go, hey, we're not going to call it Disney World. We're going to call it Magic Kingdom. Is it the same thing? Again, yes, of course it is. So that's why these parents are getting frustrated and annoyed. And they want to know what their students are learning in school. And the Democrats lost this because it's simple principle outside of politics. Teacher, that's, uh, parents need to know what their students are learning, their children are learning. The Bible teaches us that we need to be able to educate our, our children and, dis, and discipline them accordingly. That we need to be able to teach them in all the ways of the Lord. 
That is our job to do, to educate our children. And we need to be following Christ at all times and be godly in the way we're doing things because education is in two, um, two basic ways, at least from what I'm seeing here. One is I could stand in front of my kid when I have a kid and say, okay, Jesus Christ is Lord. But if I go live a different life, then they're going to get mixed messages and they're not going to believe anything I'm saying. And they'll think different, you know, they'll think that's what it is. Ultimately, education falls with the parents. Now, I understand that people have lives they have to live. I get this. I get you have work. I get you have soccer practice. I get you have meetings you have to go to. I get you have hair salon things or you got to go to Bass Pro and look at guns like I usually do. You know, stuff like that. I understand this. I get it. I've been there 110%. You have school, right? A lot of people are going to school right now. So you have class you have to take. You're working a job. You don't have time for this. You just send your kids to school and they get their education. But I also need to also encourage people, you guys who are listening, you need to be educating your children. You need to take that time to educate your children. What we have seen with the school boards and the critical race theory with the Marxist indoctrination of the left and how many Democrats and many leftists who control these educational district areas that are being highlighted on like on YouTube, on the news, this is a wake up call guys. I believe um, one of the parents said this very interesting. I thought, I thought it was straight to the point. The reason that they, uh, Project Veritas caught this guy who's a diehard Marxist in his, in his um, I think it was high school classroom. He had a Marxist flag and a picture of Pope Hal on it, right? Or no, Mao Zedong on his wall. And he was praising communism with every fiber of his being. He was teaching kids to go to Antifa meetings and participate in protesting and riots. He right, gave them extra credit to do these things. And then when they finally got caught, he was suspended and ultimately terminated. But one of the parents said this, and I thought it was very accurate. The only reason you guys terminated him or did anything is because you guys were caught. This has been happening for now two years. You guys didn't do anything to stop it. And that is absolutely right. It was there for a couple of years. Parents, you need to be far more aware of what's going on in your child's education. You need to be taking more of a proactive approach to your child's education. We watch as America as we're slipping away further and further down this hole. We're trying to understand why are our values and systems being going away. Kids can't even detect, uh, and even adults can't even know what kind of genitalia they have. They can't tell you what gender they are. They're like, I'm a conforming, non-binary panda bear from universe, from universe B. I'm not kidding. They're making things up so much that I probably wouldn't be wrong at one point or another. You know, or transsexual um, dra- pink dragon. I heard one of them say on TikTok. I mean, absolutely insanity. And we keep asking, oh, our country's going to hell in a handbasket. Why the hell is this happening? It's happening because we're allowing it to happen. If we took a proactive, as Christians, we took a proactive stance in our educational system, we could destroy critical race theory and teach our children, or I could say our students as well, because children, students, they're different, I can tell. We could teach them to love God, why they believe Jesus Christ. We do the apologetics there. And we also teach them trade work, mathematics, everything they need to need to know to survive in this world. But we give them a moral, a moral education. Why do we believe in right and wrong? Who are we truly? How do we see ourselves in Christ? Teach about community. Churches, we need to get far more involved. 
as a community. Churches and the people, the people make up the church. We need to get more involved as a community. You want to wonder how the how to make it so our country doesn't go to hell in a handbasket? It all starts with you. It all starts with you. It all starts with being with our families, making family a priority. Work is important, don't get me wrong. But I found that when we make excuses, like say the holidays come, oh, I have to work during the holidays. Oh, I have to work during the summer. I have to work, 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 work. I get that we work hard, but we also need to recognize, and I found this important. I'm going to share it with you. I had an epiphany a while back. I was working so much, I missed on Christmases, on Thanksgivings, on birthdays and weddings. I couldn't go. I couldn't even go to my own um, aunt's funeral or my grandfather's funeral. I couldn't. I was at school. I had to work. And the epiphany hit me. I'm spending so much time at a job that at the end of the day, will probably just let you go anyways. To miss irreplaceable opportunities to be with people you love. And then they die. And you are left in your life thinking, I could have, I could have talked to him. I could have said something loving to him. I could have been there. I don't even know what I would have said. I would have just been there. That was irreplaceable. Why? Because I needed a, a paycheck. The paycheck was important. I need to pay my rent, my bills. And I look and go, I understand that this is a complex issue. But sometimes you feel that that paycheck is not as important. That there's an irreplaceable time to be with family. I know that was a complete side note compared to what this podcast was going to be about, but I thought it was important to say. So yes, ultimately, to get rid of critical race theory, get rid of the people who are in charge now. Remove them. Vote them out. And then put the church and the community together to raise our students, our children, give them excellent education with a great moral background and a biblical worldview of loving God and loving your neighbor. So, with that in mind, let's push forward and take back our country one little baby step at a time. So, until next time we meet again, may your God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.